0: Welcome to SlayerFest Fest ninety eight. I'm your host Ian Carlos Crawford, and today with me for this very special episode, I have writer and Scooby,
1: Philip Ellis. Hello.
0: And in the other corner, we have cosplayer, professional Catwoman, and uh, RuPaul season, RuPaul's Drag Race season eight contestant, Dax!
1: Exclamation point! How are you? Hi, Dax.
2: Hey, what's up? <laughs>
1: And uh, we have a very, very special guest today. Uh, She was the costume designer from season two to six of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she worked on every gay's favorite horror movie, Scream.
3: Cynthia Bergstrom. Hi, Cynthia. Hey, Hey, Cynthia. Hi, Hi, you guys.
0: (laughs) Uh, We are so happy to have you, Cynthia. Uh, Buffy, I feel like Buffy and Scream both were very... um, very important moments in fashion for a gays of a certain age.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fully (laughs) agreed. Fully agreed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so just so everyone knows, uh, we, before recording, we mentioned to Cynthia how many, um, gays dress, gay men dress up as the Drew Barrymore in that white sweater with the blonde wig and the telephone for Halloween. And Cynthia didn't realize how, um what a big uh LGBT following Scream also has.
2: It's honestly huge. Like I know yeah. so many queens who do like uh Barrymore Duber- numbers from Scream. Um we all love a good like out-of-season sweater situation. I mean, I personally <laughs> adore it. I'm like like a sweater and shorts. Let's get
1: into this look. <laughs> like, let's do it. <laughs>
3: You guys are blowing my mind. This is awesome. It's so nice <laughs> to hear that people are dressing up um, in something other than, you know, the ghost face costume. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. For 20, years,
3: right for 20 years, I've been, I've been talking about ghost face and um, there, I feel like a new era is starting here today. <laughs>
2: you haven't been on to be a, you haven't been on a podcast. Yeah. Could we mention ghost face though? I mean like how much of a hand did you have in the Party City rendition of that costume that everyone has worn for twenty years since? Like, did you have a part in that? Like, how's the whole production work of that? I'm confused. I just want to know.
3: Um, <laughs> the party scene is that what you said?
2: Party City, yeah. like, like, like the prepackaged costumes of that. Like, yes. Um, I know. Yes. I know. When I was a kid. That was like the hot costume for that year.
3: Yeah. Um. I, I remember. So, no, that was – unfortunately, that all happened and took place before costume designers were actually given points. Um, really? And, and yeah, it, it, it was sad. Like, could you – I'd be a very wealthy woman right now <laughs> <laughs> if I actually got points on that costume for designing it. But, no, I mean, and actually the same thing with Buffy costumes because they do um, – have buffy costumes for sale mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah, I wish. I mean, i I didn't design the mask, but I did design the robe. and uh, okay. yeah, because yeah.
2: the mask would have been like 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 uh, special effects, essentially. like it would all been like, you know, custom sculpted for the film, I would assume.
3: One would assume, but no, we ended up going with a mask. Um, it became uh, um, the prop department actually became in charge of the mask because. It was purchased from Hollywood Costume in L.A. on really? Hollywood Boulevard. Really? Yeah.
2: Huh. Nice. You know, I, I yeah, I, I've I've actually been to that store. <laughs> like I've actually been there. Like yeah, <laughs> it's a real place. You can go there, kids. Yeah, it's fine. Like
3: it's 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 a great store. So yeah, I mean, we went. We were all working so hard to create this costume and this mask, the robe and everything And originally, the robe was Wes wanted it to be white, and we were yeah. like. Huh. Okay.
2: Honestly, that would have been a cool interesting detail for it to all be like all white on white on white. I mean,
3: yeah, it I didn't can see work. wouldn't
2: really fit with the what, I can see it wouldn't really fit with the whole um aesthetic of the film and the whole idea of like the premise of it, but that would be interesting to see like an all white dressed villain in like a slasher flick. That'd be kind
3: of cool. So, so we we actually made several prototypes. And they oh. they just didn't work. But I hear Screen mm. Five is in the works. I think yeah. they just got greenlit. Maybe they'll try a white ghost face. Costume. That'd be cool. I,
1: mean, I know. Anyway,
0: anyway.
3: So um, Cynthia, <laughs> tell us tell us Back your Buffy, Buffy origin.
0: I always have <laughs> I always have guests tell us their Buffy origin, um, and if they worked on the show, I just have them give me uh, kind of like oh. if you remember, like. How how you got the job, or when you first started, or your first day on set, or maybe your first day styling Buffy?
3: So, um, I remember, I had just come back from, um, after I did Scream, I went to North Carolina, and I was in North Carolina for almost a year doing a couple of movies back to back, and... Decided to, um, you know, after that, I was tired of living out of a suitcase and came to L.A. And and I remember turning on the television, looking for something to just juicy to get into and chill. And I saw this Buffy the Vampire Slayer show and I thought, nah, I don't like the way it looks. It just it just didn't <laughs> grab me. It, it, it yeah, it felt too vintagey for, for me. And then there was nothing else on. So I clicked back and I was like, OK, I'll watch this. There's nothing else. And I couldn't believe how brilliant the show was. So I continued watching and I was a fan. And then a couple of weeks later, my agent called me and said, I have an interview for you. Would you like to interview for Buffy the Vampire Slayer? And I was like, yes, I love that show. So that's, I went in, I interviewed and I walked out with the job that same day and, um, Yeah. Yeah. I met, I met, um, Joss. We got along great. And one of the other producers, David Greenwald, and that was it. And I remember my first day. Um, and I remember they had put me in a temporary office. They were like, we're, we're building something. We're building the costume department on the, um, on the stage over here and next to the mill. And I thought, Oh, that's going to be kind of (laughs) noisy. But okay. And so Joss came into my office and welcomed me on board and he says, we have some new characters that I want you to start thinking about. They're not going to show up until I don't remember exactly what episode I'm going to go with maybe six or eight or something like that. And he said, yeah, it's, um, it's a couple of vampires called Spike and Drusilla. So just start Mm -hmm. thinking about them
2: (laughs) I often do, yes.
1: <laughs> often. I, I, I've been dying to ask you about these two characters specifically because when I was thinking before recording this about the, the, the outfits of the show specifically, Spike and Drusilla are the ones who kind of sum it up for me because it's that gothic, baroque look on Drusilla. And exactly. Who's like mm-hmm. so punky and modern. And yeah, could you just maybe speak a little bit about what your creative process was for, for bringing those characters to life visually. Oh my God, please, yeah. Sure,
3: sure. So um, Joss usually gave me a lot of direction um, as we were moving forward, but he didn't here. And and so I, I was my imagination just kind of went like, okay, where am I going to land here? And all I could think about for Drusilla was, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Dracula movies from like the 60s and early 70s. Oh yes. Okay, good. And if you haven't, I want to say maybe. And so, like, the, like, like,
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry.
3: Google it. Google it for now. Yeah. Um, I will look
2: into them and and then watch world.
3: the movies because I mean they're just like so. I kind of grew up watching those movies on the show. I grew up in Northern California on the show called Creature Features, and I just loved these Saturday afternoon black and white mm-hmm. films about. Um, Dracula, so that was where I got my inspiration for Drusilla's costume. You know, the umpire way is the sort of innocent-looking, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, ethereal, um, but you know, she's she's totally evil. That's mm-hmm. so that was her, and then and then her costume evolved and changed, and she had a couple of different cool. ones.
2: Sorry, sorry, for me, like Drusilla always gave me this like like super like Jane Austen like like yep. you know um um like you know pre-Elizabethan kind of like really like just like like but old school goth I mean like I grew up as definitely a goth kid without having the words around what goth was necessarily and like and like everyone I knew dressed kind of like that like baby doll dresses lolita like like really like pretty but dead <laughs> like you I feel like I feel like <laughs> really imitated all of those qualities but in like a super uh, modern very indicative of the time kind of way and i feel like drusilla kind of like like helmed that ship of where like you know romantic goth kind of fashion really went even though it was already there she kind of made it in the forefront and that was the that was kind of the gold standard. You know, like all of her clothes looked expensive. They looked old but in great condition. They they fit that like vintage 90s aesthetic, but then also was evil and hard and feminine and I don't know, just huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah, <laughs> Love yeah, <it> <laughs> she
3: she she definitely was not to be underestimated. That <laughs> that character. Yeah. So and then Spike, oh my gosh, Spike. Um, i do i I do think Joss said that he wanted him in all black. And then later on, maybe it was season four we introduced the red shirt. I forgive me. it's you know, been twenty years. but <laughs> um, the the leather jacket that he wore, you know, I just really wanted it to look old and and beat up. and um, and then remember later on, you find out the story of how he got the jacket. He took it off. The um, I think she oh, was Robin's a cop. mom. Yeah, yeah. And um, so you know, we took this beautiful <laughs> leather coat, and he had several, and we just beat the the crap out of it and drove it around we we had one of the transport drivers hook it to his tractor trailer (laughs) and just drove it around the lot and just got it (laughs) aged so perfectly
2: and and and, 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 it costs me a lot of times like 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 weathered things like that like occasionally have to just like actually physically weather them you can't just paint it on you got to like actually just like set it on fire or like run over with your car a few times like it's fine you know like it works you know
3: it works. I mean, there are techniques, but i I back then those techniques didn't work as well as just actually you know grinding it into the ground
2: totally. and and it it comes across, I think, beautifully. Like, I mean, like Spike's outfits always told a story. I mean, like I've met James a couple of times because I go to conventions a lot. Um, and like, I mean, like his clothes always kind of tell a story anyway. But yeah. I think for the character, it definitely like added that extra layer of detail onto who he was, where it came from, how much he loves things with the history, you know, that kind of thing.
3: Yeah. And also it was really important to keep it rather timeless. Like, because remember he, yeah. he, when did he adopt yeah. this, this look, this right. look came in. The 80s. In, it, it, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he was he was like the true punker back then and so he just yeah. sort of adopted that. And then what I loved is when we went back in time and saw mm-hmm. who he was as William.
2: Exactly. I you love guys it. I love that?
3: it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh so, yeah. That's where I learned the word effulgent from. <laughs> 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 like, literally. Um, but no, I mean I as somebody who has a mohawk and has for many years, I, I have a very strong affinity for like, you know, old school punk culture and and aesthetics and styling and like i love the idea of like that spike was the inspiration for billy idol i love that idea like it honestly makes sense yeah it really does billy idol
0: (laughs) 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 and cynthia i literally we when we had james on we had him to discuss that episode uh fool for love where they like talked about his backstory and I, i was like listen that punk outfit was like a sexual awakening for <laughs> two I, mean, I,
1: mean, I mean, It's early, but let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. I mean, <laughs> thank let's... you for your service, Cynthia, in yes. creating that outfit.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you for for doing that for many I of mean, us young gays. Happy I, to I help. have a
1: Billy Idol t-shirt that
2: I wore for the longest time. <laughs> like, I had this like vintage 83-era Billy Idol t-shirt that I wore for the longest time. In this, like, when I was in my weird. Mr. T vampire phase, as one does. Um, and 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 I got it because of riding with Spike. That was the whole reason I got the shirt to begin with. I mean, I love Billy Idol, don't be wrong, but the main reason for me wearing it was because I just love Spike.
3: <laughs> Spike Spike was cool. Like, I remember my team and I putting that outfit together and putting all those safety pins in that shirt. And mm-hmm.
2: um, As one does, as one yeah, does. Yeah,
3: yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. He was, he was definitely, I mean, I love all my characters <laughs> as a good mother does. But he was, def- Trust. <laughs> he, he was a lot of fun to dress.
0: That's funny. So I know we're, we're jumping around a little bit, but um, going back to like when you started, what was the, for you, Buffy style, I, Buffy style always seemed to progress. It stayed consistent, but I think it did progress as she got older for you, what was that like trying to get, um, you know, even from season two to three? She's still in high school, but her style is definitely like I can look at a photo. I mean, also, I'm an obsessed fan. I can look at a photo and be like, oh, that's clearly season two. I can tell by her outfit. Mm-hmm. Like the, the mm-hmm. looks change slightly from sure. season to season. Was What like was the process for that for you?
3: So every season, um, I wanted a change. Front, you know, in her character and there was always in the way her character dressed and there was always it was it was a matter of showing progression because emotionally and it, she was progressing and her consciousness was, exactly. was moving forward. And so in season two, um, we see a lot more color and cutesy outfits and uh, just just a younger look, a little uh, not quite as young as the first season. But it's it's a younger look, and there's a lot of layers and textures. And then when we get to season three, so remember she she ran away from home and she was living on her own as a teenager, mm-hmm. and, and- <laughs> yeah, as yeah a- exactly
2: as a and- redhead. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Scooby Doo. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
3: um so you know i i toned down the patterns and the colors a bit and mm. um you know and i think she was also correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't she like getting closer to angel at that time and i mean my god yeah. she's already been dead and come back from the dead so she was definitely <laughs> maturing yeah that's yeah, yeah I, it, I, it's fun.
2: Go ahead, Dex. Sorry, sorry. I really feel like like the progression you showed with the way she dresses is really um indicative of 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 how like depression affects someone because Buffy was depressed. She was hiding it the whole time, and she was trying to be like fine, and it really finally came to head in like the whole musical episode. The you know like the whole how is it heaven, which was super flat, but it's fine. Um, but like (laughs) I, I. I just feel like, I mean, like, as somebody, you know, with depression, watching her go through that, especially someone who was in high school with depression Mm -hmm. and watched someone else go through it, I felt like the way she dressed really showed that she was trying to be positive and trying to be her upbeat self, but was forced to grow up super fast and was forced to mature super quickly. And the way she dressed really showed that, you know, um... That's well, that's it I,
3: exactly. Okay. I mean, the, the thing is, is that she did have to grow up really quickly, and her 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 fun teenage years were kind of taken from her. I mean, mm-hmm. she still got to go to the prom, but every time she went to a school function, she was battling Vampires. demons. Yeah, <laughs> she was up she was up at night killing people, and uh, you know, just weird weird stuff happened to this poor girl. And she handled it really well. And, and, you know, there were times when she wore her overalls, which I get a lot of um, fans inquiring about those overalls. Those were great overalls. But there were times when yeah. she was just like, the- it's cozy overall time here.
2: Yeah. That's so, what like, I got. That's what I got to I meet. Like, I was like, oh, I get a girl. <laughs> I get what you're doing right now.
3: You know what? Buffy would be uh, wearing time. her overalls during this pandemic. <laughs> one of time.
2: Honestly, legit, same. It's a mood. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I would never, but
0: yeah. I I wrote an article for BuzzFeed like forever ago when I interned there, and I I like made it like the best Buffy like twenty two best Buffy styles, and I said like you know she's sad when she's in those
2: overalls. It's like one. Of, it was like her sad overalls.
0: Yeah, sad
3: overalls. Yeah. Unlike
2: Willow, who's just like these are pants, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes,
0: Dax. Now that you bring up Willow, uh, Cynthia, talk a little bit about that so Willow's sweater. style was also very different from season to season.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll talk about the progression of Willow's style.
3: So Willow was always, you know, cute, fuzzy, um, sort of really super innocent, mm-hmm. silly yeah. sidekick, big yeah. baggy clothes, and and I think even at that time big baggy clothes were popular, especially for the guys. I mean, Xander were, was always in baggy were,
2: clothes yeah, I would quote clueless right now, but not relevant so it's fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so excuse me. And so, you know with with will, it was so easy to find willow clothing and whether I was designing it or going out and purchasing it, and I'll tell you the shows that I did after Buffy, because I, mean, I continued as a costume designer, I, I think for what. I don't know, 10 or 12 more years after that. I'd be out with my team, and I had a lot of the same team members with me, and we'd be like, that's a Willow costume! That's a Willow sweater! (laughs) And I I think on my other shows, there was always that character that lent herself to be Willow. Mm
1: -hmm. And
3: I would, you know, if you kind of look through my work, you you can actually see it. My heroines were the Buffys. And uh, (laughs) anyway, so with Willow, I mean, it was fun. And then it was fun taking her to um different heights when she became mm-hmm. bad willow and it really started yeah. with the halloween i think it was the halloween episode where she became
2: sexy no, ghost was, yeah, was, yeah
3: was it sexy sexy ghost was halloween when, what was the first episode when she became bad willow the wish
2: um that oh yeah, 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 the yeah. vampire the willow wish, or, yeah. or witch willow uh
3: vampire willow
2: yeah the wish yeah
3: the wish, yeah, the wish. I mean, it was really interesting we'll because, <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm jumping ahead, forgive me, but no, but when, so that, I didn't know what I was going to do for that costume. And I literally just sat down with my sketch pad and I just started moving my, my pencil back and forth. And, mm. you know, I wasn't even really very proud of the sketch, but the costume worked. And so I was like, that's it, that we're, we're yeah. stopping right there. And You know, when she put that costume on, she loved it when she saw the sketch. Joss loved it, and I started having it built. And she really just felt the character when she put that costume on. And it was really cool, you know, as a costume designer to to see this person, this actress, who has always been known as Willow, who had a very similar personality, just Mm. morph into this really... badass (laughs) badass yeah, <laughs> scary totally. you know yeah, slightly totally gay vampirus, yeah.
2: and, and, and totally, it's like it's like i feel like i mean because like, as somebody who you know as a former employee of hot topic um
3: oh that's that, so great um, um,
2: um i feel like that episode is what really launched the whole trend of like peasant tops under an overbust corset because that wow. was a trend for a minute <laughs> like it was a minute <laughs> and it, honestly it's a good look it's a good look.
3: It's a good look. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Courses, were around for a reason. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I adhere to mine as tightly as they can go. Um,
3: <laughs> I, I want um, one. Yeah. They uh, I, But I have yeah. to tell you guys, some of her costumes, like this. I don't know if you remember the pink fuzzy sweater with the strawberries. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Little-
2: Speaking of oh, topic, oh,
3: they have a couple really, versions
2: of that now. By the way, also
3: no. Oh, yes, my God. they
2: sell a version of it. They sell a. It's called. It's called the Willow Sweater. It's am going Like the big pink, like fuzzy sweater that she always yeah. wore with all, all, all the like appliques on it. It's that one.
3: Wow, is that one. so? It's with I, a, a schoolgirl I, skirt. Like, <laughs> I, I remember, you know, looking for the appliques for that sweater and adding the appliques and. And Joss was like, More, more strawberries, more this, more and I was like Yeah, we we have to stop at some point. We just have to stop. It's so funny that now now those pieces are so iconic, but there were there were times when I just sat there and bit my nails and cringed.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're like you're like, more smocking, really? Like, yes. Please, more smocking. I would love that, yeah. I
3: love um, smocking. Can I just tell you how much I love smocking?
1: <laughs> it's so much fun. It's, um, it really, it's really funny that you say, you know, that you were kind of uh, cringing at that outfit, even though it, it's become such a memorable part of, of, you know, that moment in the show. Um, were there any specific looks where, even when you were making them, you were like, ah, oh, this is going to be like a memorable, iconic outfit for, for this character?
3: You know, I wish I could say yes, but my, and I, I've been asked that about Scream as well and, um, and Buffy and Scream combined. And, and I just never thought like that. And I think if I did think like that, then I wouldn't be designing with true integrity. Truth.
2: Truth. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I mean, it's just Mm, like, um, I I think I knew a little bit with, with some of Drusilla. And Spike just, I mean, Spike is the only thing he ever really wore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. And and there was yeah, once a costume co- company that came to 20th um, and said, you know, we want to make Buffy the vampire costumes. And so at that point, I think it was the red leather pants that they ended probably. up using and a, and a black top. And at that point I was like, might be something here
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the one, the one, like, that, that's the most iconic look i mean it, with it, it's an action figure it's 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 the one i see most cosplayed when i see buffy cosplayers i do see a lot of the um uh like fast food worker buffy costumes is a lot of those lately
3: oh my god
2: those are okay let's <laughs> yeah. talk about that let's hat
3: talk. <laughs> let's talk about that hat
2: oh me palace oh no, my god I see the a lot chicken of buffy yeah, yeah in that outfit a lot yeah. of them more lately than i have in a while honestly yeah it's yeah. very popular people love I it
3: i loved that costume sarah hated it
1: that was um, the whole point <laughs> <laughs> she
3: should
1: hate it. yeah it's method it's fine
3: <laughs> i just i just thought that was a brilliant brilliant i mean the the chicken chuck hat just it was it was brilliant meat and chicken <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a cow. It was a chicken. It was it was a ram. I don't know. It was a lot of things going on there. It was mustard, ketchup, and relish, but all in one polyester shirt. It was amazing. Like, was
0: was that a costume you guys had to make, or did you like put it together from? No,
3: I designed. Oh, that it. That was handmade. That was oh. yeah. We had um we had it manufactured. Every every little piece of it.
2: It had to be because it was so dumb. <laughs>
3: like I love it. <laughs>
2: It's my favorite thing ever it was so ridiculous but appropriate
3: yeah yeah uh... like
2: it had to be embarrassing so
0: also what was the difference with um when faith came into the picture what was it like you know figuring out what face style would be and you know they both wore a lot of black leather but you still made sure it was very different like even though they both wore their black leather it was like oh this is black leather buffy would wear this is black leather faith would wear Mm
2: -hmm. and like
0: i feel like a lot of fans could look at it that way like did you how how did that come about
2: but can i just add on to that only because like i have seen like do a lot of interviews like at comic cons and whatnot and she's a very much a very girly girl she's always in like florals and strappy shoes and like cardigans and she like she like dresses very sweetly every day it seems so how did you like Put her in this in, in these outfits that are so obviously not her personality, but then convince her that this is what you need to do right now. Is that a thing you had to do, or was it because she's a good actor? Like no, how do you No,
3: she's it? a good actor. And and that's and that's what actor acting, you know, is all about. You're True. going to dress the character and yeah. then fit the body of the actor. So yeah. w- with Faith, I mean, she had this this tough girl. Sort of sort of persona going on, and and the inspiration for her was tough girl, sort of biker rocker chick. Yeah, and it and it was really that simple. Yeah, and you I know, with, like... Buffy was definitely no. more elegant. You know, longer, yeah. leaner, um, cleaner, cleaner, just a little better quality. I mean, I mean, there wasn't anything that blurred the line. I think between what Buffy wore and what. Faith wore, it was just like just more elegant for Buffy and just rocker biker chick for Faith. Yeah.
2: It it really felt like like that like the way they wore it was differently also. Because like Faith to me had always had like kind of like a southern kind of Americana vibe to her. And Buffy was just like very like like, you know, mall girl, but not in a bad way, but like like clean and put together and and like styled personally styled you know where his faith was like was like these pants won't rip cool <laughs> like you know it was kind of it, that's what felt to me i mean even like even like even like the hem lines to me were different on them and 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 the kind of shoes they wore were different to them like buffy was like in yeah. her like you know her blocky heels and faith was in her like her like biker boots and yep. that's what we do we can still yep. backflip and still do high kicks and um I don't know. They, they they felt very different, even though they were wearing very similar like textures and patterns. But a lot of it came from like I feel Buffy trying to emulate what Faith had because Faith was so much more free than she was. You know,
3: that's that's um, a good insight there. Yeah, I think I think Buffy would like to have been a bit more free. I mean, Faith was mm-hmm. definitely um, free. Spirited, no, yeah, yeah. so. She, she was on the edge. Yeah. yeah, she's an outlier. Buffy wasn't really an outlier. I mean, she mm-hmm. was, but she wasn't.
0: So, what was? um Since we're talking about the two of them, what what was your inspiration for their final fight? The outfits you had for graduation day, because they were, I feel like, very much the two of them. They were very Slayer outfits, very, very like going into battle outfits for the two of them. And very like iconic looks. What was what was that like?
3: Huh, I think um, I had to Google it. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I'm looking, and all I see is is the um, graduation. It, her. Well, it was yeah. the
2: Buffy in the in the in the red leather pants that you mentioned earlier, and the black tank top. Gotcha, yeah. like, and her, her little black hat. jacket. And they, they, they yeah. all black yeah. on black on black, but, like boot cuts, like Davidson boots. Like, she had, like, the white T-shirt with, like, the little, I think, like, a uh, symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, 90s. So probably, like, like a weird, gotcha. like,
3: a little bit too high graphic. Like, yeah. She, she graphic. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit high, isn't it? They,
2: they all were. Baby tees were, like, the graphics were always in, like, the weirdest place. It was, like, at my collarbone only. <laughs> like,
3: it was always <laughs> in the weirdest place. You know, I think um, it, it was, again, dressing the character, Dressing who these these two young women were portraying themselves to be. And it was also, like, big battle day. You know, Faith yeah. Faith was bad. Faith was, yeah. like, all a part of her father's evil plan to take over the world as a giant snake man.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly, like, same. <laughs> like, baby <laughs> <ate> snake.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was pretty pretty out there and um and and Buffy was just doing her I do remember I'll tell you guys I don't remember completely and I'm sorry to say this but I do remember being very specific about the color choice of Buffy's pants to set the two apart and um and I feel like the red pants the burgundy pants were were sort of like a hiding what was underneath the graduation gown and B, just sort of this like blood will rise and rise yeah. for the good type thing i mean I and think here's that's- the thing
2: yes. as somebody who wore leather pants to their high school graduation as inspired <laughs> buffy a legit jed they were they were wilson leather and they were a a cream and tan suede situation it was a mistake i regret my choices but but cynthia i blame you I don't know um that's hilarious I
3: just,
2: I just get it i get it like no i wore leather pants and like biker boots under my gown
3: for <laughs> graduation
2: and literally no one saw a thing <laughs> but i knew it was there it was like if a giant snake man happens, I'm ready. I am <laughs> <you> ready, to, <laughs> go
0: ready to
3: go into battle. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so
0: funny. And what, what, what was it like with the different characters? Cause I mean, everyone had their own style. Um, you know, I mean, that's brought up Cordelia. Cordelia had a very distinct style as well.
2: I mean, I have yeah. so many questions about that. Like, let's be real.
3: <laughs> I love
2: Cordelia the most. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> like,
3: she was favorite. great she was She's definitely great yeah yeah so and
2: thank um, you personally from my heart for getting her out of her weird like citron green situation that they kept trying to put her in on season one even though i love her in like acid colors it doesn't make sense but <laughs> tiffany blue makes perfect sense <laughs>
3: like, yeah at
2: all times tiffany blue yeah
0: but yeah, Cynthia, talk about, talk about that a little bit.
3: <laughs> so so it was sort of like, where am I going to go with Cordelia? Y- you know, and, and, and like I didn't want anything to be too cliche. And um, that movie it, came out exactly. around the same time as Scru- what was, Clueless. So I did exactly. a situation yeah. like that. And I'm thinking, so this is a rich girl, um, but we want happy, bright colors. That was like one of the things that Joss – Joss mentioned is that he mm-hmm. wanted happy, bright colors when they were at school, um, and it, you know, color explosion for me was actually never really fun, um, except yeah. for maybe Courtney Cox's character in Scream One. <laughs> but that was also Versace, so you know, Wabana, So it was a different story. I'm a, I'm <laughs> a color snob, but I um,
2: never thought about her as Cordelia. But now that you say it,
3: yeah, 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 she,
2: she was Cordelia. <laughs>
3: Exactly. With just like
2: terrible bangs, but she was Cordelia.
3: <laughs> like, I think I think Cordelia had bangs one year.
2: Oh, she did. She had fringe bangs. She had fringe. They were good. Oh, yeah. They were classy fringe. <laughs> but Courtney Cox's baby bangs were just—they were a choice. Even she's <laughs> tweeted about it, so it's fine. It, I can say.
3: <laughs> and 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 Courtney, you know, even though she was she was she was the mean girl and kind of bitchy, but she was really funny. And yeah. and I think people who are funny and have quick wit like that, they're super smart. Like you have to have some semblance of intelligence to be able to roll those off like that. And even though her lines were written for her, she was playing that part. And so, Mm -hmm. so I just saw her as like these, these cleaner lines, show some leg. She's got Mm -hmm. a great arm. She has a great figure. She's a beautiful girl. I wanted to use all that to her advantage.
2: You legit did, yeah. uh, Because, because I mean, like, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'll be uh, doing a Buffy the Vampire Slayer themed uh, drag show coming up in June, uh, produced by Wussy Mag from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and and we've done the show before live, like you know, in an audience in, in, in an actual bar setting. And I did my Cordelia Chase number then, so I'll be cosplaying Cordelia Chase again. I got my dress today, and I had to make sure it was Tiffany blue. <laughs>
3: Square cut neck,
2: like cap sleeve (laughs) situation. Um and 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 like because like when when I even like looked for the dress, I was looking at like you know stills from season two and then beyond of how Cordy dressed, and it was all like that like Tiffany blue, because I personally wear a lot of of, like purples and like um black. Cordelia never did that. There's like a scene in the wish. When, when when she like was in a school again for the first time, and and she's asked, she's like, "How do you feel about vamp nail polish?" And she's like, "Oh my god, it's so over." It's like, yeah, yeah. Cordy would yeah. never. She would <laughs> never, like, because like, even like when I did my first Cordelia chase, look, um, I went out and found a nail polish that was like robin's egg blue, because it was close thing to like I could find a Tiffany blue, and I did that because Cordy would never wear dark nail polish, even though I would always. Cordelia would never. <laughs> like, like, she will not wear a burgundy lip, ma'am. Like, it's not going <laughs> to happen for you. Um, no, I just love, like, like, that progression because, like, Cordy is a mean girl. And she is the queen bee in her own mind, if nothing else. Yeah. But she has standards. And she has levels she will sink to. And others she won't. The wrong man? Sure. The wrong dress? I wouldn't no. die first. So, like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah and she was a bit she was a bit more upper class upper crust mm-hmm. so to speak and so i i wanted to really show that in her clothing and there was there was a while where i just sort of kept her on the gem tone color sphere and and then yeah. that just kind of went away and i i i do remember a lot of the blues and i liked that on her um she that woman could wear just about any color no she, she could wear, everything. yeah she just she was easy to dress, and it was fun to dress her.
2: Mm-hmm. Like she's beautiful, and like with her skin tone, like she can wear pretty much anything you want to put on her. Like she can yeah. wear like acid green. She can wear like puke yellow, and she so sort of like, "I'm fine. It's fine." You know?
3: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She could totally. And weird. I think I put her in puke yellow a couple of times.
2: You did. <laughs> you did that.
0: <laughs> so, um, moving away from high school, uh. Actually, wait, before we move away from high school, I want you to talk about that blue, the, the teal coat that, which is how we connected on uh, Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. about that coat because that coat is absolutely iconic. That is for me, one of like the most iconic moments is Buffy is her slow-mo running in that coat. And the coat is what really, I don't yeah. know, the coat like is that moment. I don't know.
2: Talk about, talk about mo coat what I call it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one.
3: So I I think that was actually, um, designed by Cynthia Rowley. I, I I, I know, is she still around? I think she might be. She is.
2: Yeah. No, Cynthia Rowley is still, still thriving. It's, it's fun. I mean, I don't know her personally, but I know her line is definitely still thriving.
3: Yeah. (laughs) That's what I meant. Her line. Um, and it was just, I thought it was so beautiful on Buffy on Sarah and Sarah had gone pretty blonde by then. Um, Mm. And yeah, it was just, I think it was like a rayon shantum yeah. type thing going on. Yeah.
2: It was like, it was like a, like a, like a charmeuse kind of situation, but then the lining was like black satin and it fit with like her all black, black on black underneath. Um, and it was just, it was like, like the focal point. It was like the pop that you needed yeah. for that moment. Cause, Cause like next scene- to her blonde hair, it was like stunning. You know,
0: Stunning.
3: Yeah, and, I know That, scene, that, scene that was, like yeah. already
0: cool. But then you, you adding that jacket, I feel like made it so
2: much more. Yeah. Because it was yeah. an expensive jacket and it looked expensive when she was running in slow motion because the way it flowed, like it like yeah. had that billow that you want, you know, like, it wasn't like a, like a, like a, like a knockoff situation. It was like, it was like, no, this is a heavy real coat.
3: Yeah. Like, I mean, it had a beautiful knockoff. iridescent taffeta oh, lining. It did. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that coat. I would I think, wear it today. I hope she
0: still has it. I
2: hope <laughs> she still has it. Because...
3: I wonder. You know, they sold most of the Buffy wardrobe so oh, at auction. Huh. Huh. Yeah.
0: I, I would. Is there anything you? Is there anything you're allowed to say that you kept from working on the show? I
2: mean, not legally, but sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's been twenty years. It's been. Two, if they come after me, you know, I, anything that I kept, um, I don't have any more because just you know 20 years gone by but there were there were some things because it was all really nice clothing Mm -hmm. um i do still have one of her jackets one of her leather jackets i think it must have been from season i think it was either five or six it's a marnie distressed brown leather jacket with angel puff sleeves single nice
2: i yes i mean but you know uh the sexual limitations is like ten years, so it's fine. We're good. We're, we're all <laughs> Yeah, we're,
3: and, we're know, all in the clear. <laughs>
2: Trust me, I clear the corners. I got it. <laughs> <It's fine.
0: laughs> After the high school years, we went to college. I noticed Buffy wears a lot of um, off-the-shoulder, flowy tops
3: mm-hmm. in her
0: college years. Uh, what, like, what, what made you want to? What was like your like? What were the what was the look you were going for for college Buffy as opposed to high school Buffy?
3: Um sort of like she's free, you know, she's she's free. There's, there was sort of this feeling of excitement, like she's leaving Sunnydale or wherever the college was. Um, but she's going to live in a dorm and she's, she's going to have a new love interest. And I don't think we knew right away. Um, I can't remember the love interest's name. Ugh,
1: Riley. Riley.
3: Riley. <laughs> <laughs> no! There was somebody before Riley.
2: Oh, Parker. Parker. Oh, P- fucking Parker. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You got emotions just then?
3: I was wondering if we could swear because I have pretty much a potty mouth. Oh, yeah. I- I'm just think- going
2: to do it regardless. I'm a drag queen. I'm going to do it. It's fine. It's-, <laughs> it's expected. It's on brand. I'm fine. <laughs>
3: for you yes me no so i'm gonna have to like every every time you hear me pause a little bit because i really want to <laughs> stop. Gonna
2: i wasn't going to gonna say anything but i got it <laughs> 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 but yeah parker great hair parker. old person honestly great
3: eyebrows yeah.
2: oh yeah he does have great eyebrows yeah he
3: had great eyebrows great, yeah. eye,
2: amazing like literally my type because he's damaged and terrible, <laughs> would never love you.
3: <laughs> he didn't last very long. But and then Riley, they Riley never
2: do. Up. They never do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so for doing college years, did they kind of like tell you they wanted a change since it was college, or was that kind of just like? you could No, you? it
3: was. It was just me. I mean, I think. I think. Um, Joss just kind of knew that I would n- mm-hmm. move towards progression and evolution. And I would, I would sit down and talk to him, and I'd say, um, you know, in pre-production before everybody came back, I'd say, so this is what I'm thinking for her for this year. I never knew what was going to happen. I didn't know the story lines or the story arcs for each season, but I mean, I knew it would be big by the time we got to the end and transformational. So, um, and also, you know, with her clothing, I wanted to be on trend, but I wanted to be a little bit of. Beyond the trend, above the curve, and um, kind of be a little bit first with things. It's so interesting you say
1: that because uh, I was thinking this for Buffy and Willow, sort of in college, especially if, you know if you didn't know the storylines specifically, they were going to have the kind of fashion journey they both go on. It's very this is my first year living it's away from home, college. going a bit hippie-ish with their style. Mm-hmm. It's like oh you know I'm I'm sort of meeting new people, I'm mixing with different. Groups and different, you know, just having new experiences, uh, and it really is reflected in in the outfits that they wear over that season. It's that's it's really really great. It's kind of more than any of the other seasons. It's kind of the most noticeable change, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and and for me, like I know when I went to college, um, which you know, like Buffy came first, then I went to college. Um, <laughs> I knew those girls. I knew all of those girls. I knew like they all dressed that way. All these girls that were not hippies before, suddenly it's like, you know what's fun? Paisley is fun. <laughs> like like I like it legit happened. Like I remember being at a random party in some girls' dorm room and she had tappers on the wall and there was a sing-along to like Freebird or some nonsense. And I was like, Am I Buffy? Am I doing this right now? <laughs> like, like that's how it felt. Like, you you nailed it. You nailed that, like, first year of college. Like, I'm just a free person in the world feeling,
0: you know?
3: Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you.
0: And, uh, Philip, you had a question about Giles, right?
1: Oh, yes. So, yeah, that that same season, it's the first time that we see Giles outside of his kind of um, statement trademark tweed suit. Um, And I was just wondering, like, was it easy or difficult figuring out, you know, what Giles wears when he's not being a librarian?
3: Believe it or not, no, not at all. Um, He, he, the actor, Tony came in one day um, to talk about what we were going to do because we did know that this was happening. And he was wearing something that I really liked. And I said, why don't we dress him the way you're dressed right now? Because, because I dig it. And I said, because you look really handsome, you look relaxed, you, you still look, you know, a bit authoritative, but you're gonna be training her in a different way and, and you're not like her her overseer. And um, and he was down with it. He was like, Okay, let's do this. And that's what we did.
1: And he is so sexy at looking like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, he wear, he wears sweaters well.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, we always talk about how like when we watched the show it's like giles felt so old now you watch it as an adult and you're like oh no like giles is like a handsome man like, yeah yeah <laughs> uh i have to ask uh because season five had glory what was it like styling claire kramer because all of glory's looks were so iconic and so not what you would expect from you know a quote-unquote hell god evil demon how did how did that come about what was that like styling her
3: so the direction i had again from joss was she's an evil bitch like joan collins in dynasty Dynasty. so so that's all he said to me and i was like well she's a brunette (laughs) (laughs) so when they cast um claire i was like a little confused here and uh I just, I just, so I just went with it and I thought red, red, evil, red yep. is yeah. either love or evil. So here it's going to be evil. And I found this amazing, I think it was a Dolce dress and, or not. Yeah, God. Claire
0: mentioned that she said it was, she was like, Oh, that was a Dolce dress yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when she was on the podcast.
3: Okay, good. I wasn't <laughs> wrong there. And yeah. I mean, <coughs> Dolce just knows how to make Dolce and Gabbana make the sure. most amazing Dresses and they just fit the body so well. So that's what, what I did there. And then her um, her other costume, uh, her Queen Bee in the Hive sort of costume, was that I actually designed from scratch. And um, I mean, sh- she was supposed to be just this gorgeous, commanding, uh, rich-looking woman. Yeah, and her. I
0: mean, you nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it.
3: (laughs) And Claire did an amazing job. She was so quirky and so funny, and had that quip. Uh, I just thought she was great. Yeah,
0: yeah, she yeah, she was so good. I think uh, most of most of the the gay men I have on the podcast, we all, everyone's always like, oh yeah, Glory's the best. Yeah, Glory's Glory's the drag (laughs) queen.
2: We all know that. It's
3: fine.
2: (laughs) I I mean, my okay. I will say my only issue with Glory. The scene when she's like tantruming and stomping and like snaps her heel. Well, yes, that would happen. Why those shoes though? They were so strappy. They were so strappy. They were just like super strappy. Like. I don't know.
3: I um, I would, I I'm gonna have to see a pic of them I don't remember. <laughs> they. It's let me let me see. There there wasn't an ankle strap, right? They were no. More there like, were
2: um, There wasn't. There were. There were like. they were like a super strappy, barely on her foot sandal situation. That was like a gold glamay nonsense. Yeah. But but also, it was a time. It was the time. That's the shoes that
1: we had. I, I
3: think it was a time, and I and I gotta tell you, I did not like those shoes. Yeah. And, <laughs> I guess I did at the time, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's
1: it,
2: it the scene, but it's just like, I, I remember seeing them and, like, and like, why is she wearing these shoes? Like, I just remember like, like, like watching it. What happened? I was like, oh, these shoes are terrible. But then she yeah. like destroyed I, I them while they're... breaking concrete with them, also. So I was extra confused, but it's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> it's a mild pothole. We'll just, we'll just run sure. through it.
3: <laughs> like, a, a pump or an ankle strap is far more sexy. I agree. Mm-hmm. I will not make that mistake again. No,
2: no, no. <laughs> no. It wasn't a mistake. It was just a note. It's fine. <laughs> not a mistake. <laughs> they were perfect. Like with her, like um, red satin slip dress and her like scrunchy <laughs> curls, it legit made sense.
0: Yeah, and always look good. Yeah, like whether she was like whether you you put her in like. Even when she was like in her lounging with her minions outfits, and it was like more of a casual like baby doll dress, it still like looked <laughs> more <great>.
2: more of <laughs> a casual slip dress. But there was always slip yeah, dress.
3: <laughs> <More> <laughs> casual slip
2: dress. Yeah. Um, so of course,
3: of
0: course, we have to talk about the musical.
3: Mm. What
0: the the outfits were so different for that episode, which I'm assuming was totally on yeah. purpose. Uh, Talk up! I, I would love to hear the process of the musical because I think of those Willow and Tara dresses as like the Willow and Tara outfits.
3: So, so, so for me, that was my favorite episode. I I have to say I loved that episode. I loved uh, working on it, prepping it, um, and yeah, I mean the costumes were supposed to be different. Um, I loved Willow's outfit. I did design um, Tara's outfit, and it was not one of my favorites, I have to say. To this day, <laughs> I'm still surprised that I get fan mail or fan emails or tags or whatever Yeah. Um, about Tara's outfit, because I'm just like, really?
2: Yeah. I, I, I will say also, like, as someone who does cons a lot and, and, and knows a bunch of cosplayers, that is the most cosplayed Willow and Tara look. Yeah. People yeah. love it. Like, I, I meet so many cosplayers who are like like queer couples who are cosplaying Willow and Tara in those specific outfits. It happens all yeah. the time. People love it, and and honestly, like it's very indicative, and it's very um, that's a word I keep using all the time. I don't know why. It's what's happening today. That's fine. Um, but but like it definitely raises the character, and you see it from a distance, and you're like, that is that's what's happening. You know. Um. Yeah. Which, is a, which is a great mark, I think. It's a great, you know, standard. Um, like, those things, like, represent the characters very well because in a show like Buffy where characters change their outfits every day, like, you don't always get those, like, titular costumes. And the Willow and Tara yeah. looks are those, specifically, yeah. especially when they're together.
1: It's so lovely as well. Like in this, uh, in the musical episode where it's, you know, everything is heightened and it's kind of, you know, referencing all different uh, sort of eras of mm-hmm. musicals. Um, like Anya's incredible kind of, you know, the Fred and Ginger Which outfits that you have. Um, I like, adore. That, that
3: was my. That was my favorite. Mine too. Was, oh, I just, I love. So I designed the 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 both those outfits: the tap pants, her little outfit, and the pajamas. And, um, but wait, wait, before we go there, I just pulled up a photo of Tara and Willow um, from Once More with Feeling. Mm. I like Tara's outfit better today than I did 20 years ago. (laughs) I get that. I get it. And they look. They look like fairies, you know. They look like yeah. fairies in this, and so uh, I'm I'm more okay with it today. But can we just talk about the beautiful voice that um, Amber Benson has? Nope. That was her voice. The talent, so the beautiful.
2: talent is undeniable. I mean, um. I mean, just I mean, you, you sorry, sorry, you mentioned Willow and Tara uh, looking like fairies. I assumed all along that was intentional because that's what I got immediately.
3: That's it wasn't so thing. It, yeah. no i mean i know that there was there was like there was some intention to make them look ethereal mm-hmm. um mm. at the time it wasn't really fairies but i mean it works and there we ha- sort of have that corset thing happening mm-hmm. again
2: with with peasant um, top peasant top
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good look so, it works <laughs> like it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, the colors are great on her. and oh, I, I think one of my favorite Tara costumes was when she was in the desert. Um, oh, and yeah. that pink, yeah. in that pink kind of sorry-esque
1: yeah. number. Yeah. That's
3: my absolute favorite for her. That I just cool thought, one. yeah. Yeah, but and, and the cherry dress. I like the cherry dress on both I, I was going to
1: ask you about the cherry dress because it's so pretty. <laughs> and also, yeah. I wanted to ask you, I mean, we'll, we'll maybe we'll get to it in a moment, but yeah, I wanted to ask you about Restless just in general. But um, just to go back to the Willow and Tara dresses for a moment, I just love that in sort of what, 2000, 2001, um, you made this lesbian couple look like Disney princesses. And that was just like.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Watched you're not wrong yeah yeah that is true yeah that's actual yeah you
0: know it's funny that you mentioned that uh xander and anya were your favorites in that episode because i i did so i did a live uh episode of the podcast and i had um some drag performances and i did the opening number with a drag queen she was dressed as anya
2: what'd you say and no one called me like what like what oh i (laughs) just like didn't like i just like
0: (laughs) it was in new york that's why (laughs) you're being
2: triggered now on audio you're welcome (laughs) (laughs)
0: um but so me and a drag queen did the opening number as she did Anya and I did Xander and I looked so hard to find pajamas that remotely looked like Xander's um and the ones I ended up buying were like definitely not ones you're supposed to be able to dance in because they I like kept feeling like I was gonna bust right out of them the whole time I was on stage with the drag queen
3: (laughs) yeah I think I used a satin a crepe back satin for for his pajamas and I wanted so I just sort of had this whole sort of ginger Rogers Fred Astaire feeling going on in 1940s ish and uh yeah so I think if you go to a vintage um clothing store you could probably find something similar to those pajamas well
2: Well, generally a crepe back satin is going to have a stretch to it regardless so I feel like it's more yielding towards movement um, whereas like, whereas like pajama oh. pants in general, especially for men, are not made based, based on movement; they're based on I don't know, just being like loose and baggy around the crotch area. I don't know. That's the weird thing. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> and I feel like pajamas that you can dance in are going to become more of a, a you know popular thing that people are searching for in quarantine. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: you know what? <laughs> we can start that trend. Yeah, Cynthia, you're ahead of the trend. <laughs>
2: Get
3: it, trend it. alert. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, and all women should run around in spurgulators and and little satin do we pants. I
2: already do that.
0: I mean, like, oh my god! I I, you know, <laughs> I we talked about this in that episode. Her body is like so like I I can't imagine she's sitting down and there's not even like a, a fold I know, there. I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, you, you know, I, these and I see these actresses eat, and yeah. the, and these these gals eat, and I'm just like they never gain weight. How is that even possible? I look at food and gain weight. But um, yeah, she was she was so much fun to dress. I ended up working with her on a couple of more projects over the years. And oh, nice. she just, yeah, she's I mean, great.
2: I mean, I, sure. I love Anya always. Anya's Phillip, um, did you want to bring up style now? always makes me happy. Like the fact that she's like, she has no clue where she actually is in human existence. So she just dresses like how she thinks people dress. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: Exactly. I know
2: that she's like, she'll wake up in the yeah, morning and just yeah. pick it up. She has decade. no idea where she is. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> that was on TV last night. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> she, does.
3: Oh, nice. she does. She does. She yeah. does.
0: But uh, yeah, Philip, you wanted to talk about wrestlers a little bit? Uh, yes. So yeah,
1: the, um, I mean, the, the Tara, the, the pink sari on Tara, and then the cherry dress on Buffy are, are beautiful. Uh, but that was working on that episode in general. You know, you've got. the 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 costumes kind of even more so than they do you know in a regular episode help to tell the story and show us who the characters are and how they see themselves and how far they've come and then you have like wacky surreal outfits like buffy's flapper dress and it's just like what was that like to work on that episode i can imagine it was it must have been lots of fun
3: it was lots of fun um i loved that flapper dress i loved how everything was so surreal and we brought back the cheese man and uh the first Slayer's outfit. I think, I think the actress's name was Sharon Ferguson. Yeah. I, I just, you know, all of it was really creative and really fun and, um, showing Buffy's innocence and like, it's just, it just was amazing. And, and that was the first time we saw, or the only time we saw, um, Adam mm-hmm. as a human. Yeah. 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 As yeah. A full-on human. yeah. And, It just, it was so interesting and creative. I I have to say working on Buffy um, was so much fun. And when I got to my next show, I was like, huh, this isn't the same. (laughs) And and I tried to make it the same and I I was doing CSI Miami.
2: Fully different, fully, fully different.
3: (laughs) Totally different. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of a rude awakening, but yeah I really had it good on Buffy far uh
0: and before we before we go, I have one more thing, and this is going i'm going to add this into as a clip for when we get to this episode, which is one of our next episodes. Can you talk to us about uh styling Willow when she went bad in all her black
3: <laughs> so so i mean it got it got dark even on the set, <laughs> and just sort of the whole um tone of the show it, ju- it just like i feel it now it just took a different turn and to, i mean she was really frightening she i mean she did frightening things she looked really frightening and it was just about keeping her um dark but she still had a little bit of style and there was a little bit of buffy influence in her style i don't know if you guys yeah. noticed that
2: yeah it was, um, it was yeah. very like very very witchy and it was very like yeah. dark and but still earthy and still like grounded in something, you know. Like it wasn't just like random black swabs of nonsense. It was it was purposeful, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And you know, I noticed this time going through the podcast that Willow does wear that outfit prior yeah. in the season. Did you? Was that on purpose? Did you just bring that b- outfit back because you liked it, or?
3: Which outfit are you talking about? Because she wore—you mean the jacket? Or the black jacket. Yeah, the jacket. Yeah.
0: She she wears it like earlier uh, in the middle of the season.
3: I feel like if she wore, it, if she wore it earlier, then there was already she was already turning back. No. No.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, well, so yeah, she wears it running into Tara outside of the episode "Dead Things," which is like. A very bleak episode where Warren kills his ex-girlfriend. Oh, Warren. Um, and it's like a few episodes before she goes evil. I don't know, and I, I only noticed it this time going through the podcast. I was like, oh shit, that's the same jacket she wears when she goes evil, but she wears it like more open to I guess make it Jack, more so Jacket or in. dress? It's a, a black
3: jacket. So the, like, if it's the jacket, yeah, it kind of has angel puff yeah. sleeves mm-hmm. and it's got yeah. silver. Yeah. Yeah, so that jacket, she was already, I think we were creating the arc. There was already like an internal process taking place Mm -hmm. within her. So, um, yeah, I I think that was all very sort of um, subliminal.
2: Like a foreshadowing situation. Yeah, it it very much like kind of like led into everything else. It's like like it shows that Willow has a dark side secretly, that she's not showing everyone else. And then eventually she fully embraces it and becomes
1: evil Willow
3: absolutely and that's what Good, you have
1: to just be like i have to commend you for because i think this show really just set that high high benchmark for furthering the story and just kind of giving the viewer so much more information about like where a character is oh. and, and, and you know sort of even hinting at you know like you've just said things that actually might not have even happened yet and it's just it's so it lends so many layers when you're um re-watching it just kind of yeah it's it's it really enhances that enjoyment so uh yeah credit I
3: mean imagine if she was wearing the pink fuzzy sweater <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't I'd work love I mean it
2: like a fuzzy sweater with like a jacket <laughs> like like, like yeah, I or, a blue skirt <laughs> yeah yeah
3: um
0: but Cynthia is there anything else um you wanted to talk about before we wrap up any like favorite outfits you remember, favorite characters you had styling, anything like that.
3: You know what? I just loved it all. Thank you for asking. (laughs) It just really was a great experience. And I am so touched that you guys asked me to um, talk with y'all today. And I'm, I'm just, I'm amazed and blown away and, and happy that the show has endeared so many years you know since we stopped in 2002 yeah. 2003 not endeared well it's endeared and it's also enduring I
2: mean, <laughs> and enduring so it's fine, it's fine. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah it's fine yeah.
0: <laughs> um well thank you so much for joining us uh thank you philip for co-hosting with me and thank you dax for coming to talk with us no problem
2: any any time whenever i can
0: cram it in i will happily
2: <laughs> happily do it
0: So if you all like SlayerFest98, you can find us on social media at SlayerFestX98, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us, subscribe to us on YouTube. We have a Patreon that really helps keep the podcast going. Uh, And if you want to follow me on social, I am at enxcarlos on all platforms. Philip, where can everyone find you? Uh, You can
1: find me talking shit on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. That's Philip with one L and Ellis with two.
2: And Dax, where can everyone find you? I can be found at Daxclamation, that's D-A-X-C-L-A-M-A-T-I-O-N, on all platforms. And Cynthia, where can everyone find you?
3: At Cynthia Bergstrom on Instagram. Oh, and I will see you all next time. Bye. It's been a joy, guys. Thank you.